0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 508, Spotlight on the Orville. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 508. This is our Spotlight on the Orville pilot. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, joined by... Two more Mate. And uh, so today we're going to chat about uh, the Orville. Yeah. Yeah. So- this is the 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 big new Seth MacFarlane show when it was originally kind of announced and uh, when trailers came out. It definitely had that kind of Galaxy Quest vibe to it. It yeah. almost felt more like Trek than the new Trek that we have coming up in what a week or two, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Uh, so now it's finally come out. And what do you think of this uh, of this new show? Um, I don't know. To be honest, uh, first episode like this was
1: one of those cases where the trailer gave away everything. It did which really kind of annoyed me, because I was just like, oh, I know what's coming. Oh, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's hard to watch the episode and sort of judge it on, like, overall, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I have to, like, almost watch it again
0: now without, like, just sort of reflecting on it. This might seem stupid, but I'm not sure I realized that it was an hour. Because, like, it it almost felt like it could have been a half hour, and maybe that would have served it what better. Like, uh, having an hour-long kind of comedic slash... You know Kind of sci-fi adventure It's yeah. kind of a weird It's kind of a weird genre To do right Yeah you're right it it. I didn't realize It was going to be An hour long episode
1: either Is it just the first episode Or is, is it every episode it's going to be
0: I think it's every episode But I can't yeah. say for sure uh, This episode was called Old Wounds Actually directed by John Favreau Yeah Which is kind of cool Which is kind of cool And actually yeah. have you seen Who's directing the next few episodes I did yeah The next one is by uh, what's it? Uh, Robert Duncan McNeil Right yeah, Tom so Harris of Voyager of Voyager fame Yeah And then you got Brandon Braga Doing an episode <clears throat> Yeah uh, yeah, no, he's got a lot of, like... Um, Jonathan Frakes is doing one? Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like... Jonathan Frakes is actually doing a Discovery as well, which is kind of cool. That's so right, I mean, yeah. He's, like, crossing all of the genres, right? Well, wow, I
0: mean, if, if you're going to do anything that resembles Star Trek these days, you've got to have Jonathan Frakes. It's interesting how prolif- prolific a director he actually is.
1: Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff now, like a ton of TV,
0: right? He's, mm-hmm. that's it. And it all started on TNG. Yeah, he's kind of a journeyman. He kind of, like, goes from project to project. Mm-hmm. He's, he's good at it, and... He yeah. obviously, you know, he's one of those guys who is a successful actor, but he's probably been more successful behind the camera. Yeah, it well, I mean, like,
1: I think he did okay before TNG, but TNG was his big break, and then he kind of didn't really do much after TNG, right? No, because for he sure. He went behind the camera, and yeah. I guess he enjoys it, so why
0: not, right? So Seth Buford obviously is a huge Trek fan. Wasn't yeah. He, wasn't he in a Star Trek movie? Didn't he get
1: blown out? Oh. No, you're thinking uh, Brian Singer. Ah, Brian Singer. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a that was because of Patrick Stewart and his X Men connection. That's true. Okay, right. So yeah, but then that would have been uh, Nemesis.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's familiar. So Seth Farland has always loved Star Trek.
1: Yeah, he's been a big fan. He was in a bunch of the um, I don't know if a bunch, but a bit of the bonus content on the Blu-ray stuff for the TNG. Oh yeah. It's a, um, yeah, I think he was a like, uh, moderator for one of the discussions and stuff. Oh, nice. Because he's a huge fan, obviously, right? So oh, for sure. He's never hinted that he's a big big Star Trek geek. So. No. Since he finally, specifically like,
0: TNG. Yeah. Since so th- this definitely has a TNG-esque vibe. Absolutely. It def- definitely has certain archetypes that would be familiar to people who like Trek and who like TNG specifically. Yeah. Um, the comedic tone makes sense because it's Seth MacFarlane, but at times I just kind of felt like, like it, it was a Family Guy joke. It didn't feel like a like a natural joke for yeah. what they were going for in this world. Yeah, it, the comedic timing is kind of weird. Like it's it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like I, will be honest. I'm not overly impressed with the episode. Like it was all right, but I am, I am curious to watch more to mm-hmm. see where it goes and how it's going to keep going. But uh, yeah, because like I say too, that like it might have been a little bit more interesting had not the entire episode been ruined, pretty much. Like,
0: really, almost every single gag was in the trailer. Yeah, and but, but I guess like I, I guess in future episodes we'll get a better sense of. <laughs> well, I don't know it, anything about it in the next episode, <laughs> so that, that I'm more looking forward to that now. Yeah, I mean, is it is it a comedy or is it going to be more like classic? Well, I think sci-fi? he's uh, like I think I read something that like he said it's going to be a bit of both,
1: right? Like yeah. the idea is that. We don't have any Star Trek that's, you know, resemblant of that era of Star Trek, right? Like, even Discovery looks like it might be going off the fucking rails already, so...
0: (laughs) Discovery looks crazy.
1: Like, it definitely looks, you know, unfortunately... It's got the uh, the new film aesthetic, which has turned off a lot of people already.
0: Whereas this definitely has that more old school kind of more, yeah, you know, the carpeted ship. Yeah, I don't want to say formulaic, but it's got that certain that look to it that feels like a certain era. I, I mean, we were talking about off podcast, I think a week or so ago, or maybe I'm thinking of something else completely. But the idea of you know like this TNG kind of era of what Star Trek looks like. You know, it was a radical departure when TNG started, because it was very different from TOS. But then you had two series yeah. that came right after it, which aped the complete aesthetic. So re- that became what a lot of people just know as Trek. Because, yeah. I mean, when did Voyager end? Like, 2002? Uh, 2001, I think, right? 2001?
1: 95 to 2001. Is that right? Maybe. Uh, no, actually earlier, because 2001 was Enterprise.
0: No, was it?
1: Yeah, man. Enterprise started like right after nine eleven.
0: Really? I yeah, I thought. Oh, uh, interesting. So just, it's a, it's ninety nine, I think. Actually, okay. Two thousand? Uh, no, Voyager. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. It was May two thousand
1: one. Okay. May, May right? Because they started right after each other. That's right. Makes sense. Because they were already like pushing them to do Enterprise before Voyager was even uh, finished. Okay.
0: My main point there is that from 87 to 2001... So like yeah, it was all that, yeah. The, 14 the years. 24th century aesthetic. Like an entire and, generation. Yeah. That's that's the, the way that Star Trek looks.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In fact,
0: I don't know if you saw... Well, Deep Space Nine kind of departed with the Cardassian architecture, but it was, it was the same still production there. crew,
1: same people. Yeah. The Defiant still fell into Did you into see that.
0: that there was a thing, I guess, on Nerdist a day or two ago where the most streamed Star Trek show on Netflix is Voyager? Yeah, it doesn't
1: surprise me actually because Voyager had good ratings on on the network and probably why it did what it did, played it safe. Why do you think it isn't TNG though? Is it because everyone's kind of seen TNG? Like maybe, maybe I mean maybe more people are rewatching Voyager, but I think Voyager had a, a pretty solid following back in
0: the day. Too. But I think coming after the other two, it probably was the lesser. So maybe it's the one that people haven't watched. No, man, I think Deep Space Nine.
1: If anything, what's a lot of people didn't like Deep Space Nine at the mm-hmm. time. I think Deep Space Nine went underrated. Like, there's a hardcore following for Deep Space Nine. Yeah, but uh, it's almost like a a sub following within the Trek mm. like uh,
0: community. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot
1: of Deep Space Nine fans, but there's a lot of fans within Star Trek fans that like really, they don't care much yeah. for Deep In Space fact, Nine.
0: We were at a fan expo panel where the main guy was talking about how much he liked DS Nine. Yeah, well, DS Nine to me is still the best series because it took
1: like it built on the next generation, it built on like the stuff that came before it, and. Mm-hmm and expanded it and did something different with it, right? Whereas Voyager, to me, went backwards hmm. and
0: did TNG again it did. in a lot of ways. It was, I think it was reactive to what you're talking about, that people weren't really driving with, because DS9 yeah. was something a little different. Yeah. Uh, especially so it's, as it's, it progressed, because then you have you know, serial storytelling in a genre that wasn't ready for it yet. That, well, there's that, too. Well, not yeah. that it wasn't ready, but, like, I, maybe the audience wasn't prepared for it yet. Like, now we're used to it. Like, shows like Babylon 5 and DS9... Yeah, are Babylon kind of, 5 was a big one for, They really for that. started that idea, and then when you get stuff like Battlestar Galactica and, you know, to a lesser extent, like, shows like Lost, etc., they're yeah. all about mythology. They're all about this living, like, this ongoing storyline, and Buffy and Angel, those types of things, like, all these genre types which tell an overarching story... But which wasn't the case back when. Anyways, to get away from the Orville. Yeah. The Orville. So the first episode kind of sets up the main premise. You have Seth MacFarlane yeah, and yeah. center, playing the captain, which must be. Well, he starts uh, off as a commander, right? We see yes. a, it's
1: like uh, you know he starts out as a
0: commander. He's going home for that evening, and yeah. then turns out his wife's cheating on him with a blue alien. See again, I thought that scene was effective enough without the weird, like the sputter, the uh, weird blue. Uh, blue spludge. Yeah, like I, I, I see again. I just thought that was kind of an easy. Joke, but like,
1: yeah, I mean, it's Seth MacFarlane, right? So, but
0: but that's what I mean. Like, there's 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 comedy that's funny, and there's comedy that's just kind of like, I will say, though, like, the the one thing I do like about the show, and I think uh, it's kind of neat, like, everything
1: does look like legit, like, they're not like you know, Mm -hmm. they're not going with gaggy, sort of like looking outfits and costumes and makeup. Like, the makeup looks solid, like, it actually looks like you could actually put these characters into. Other sci-fi, like the and be oh, yeah. They could actually be in Star Trek, and you wouldn't. Yeah, And like even him. the like the props and stuff. Most of them look pretty like pretty cool. Actually.
0: Although the weird uh, sludge character, voiced by Norm Macdonald.
1: Yeah, I know he's awesome though. I think that's wicked. I'm really curious to see what the deal is with him and like what's going to happen. Because <laughs> again, they ruined him. I really wish that wouldn't have been in the trailer. Yeah, was that like the a trailer tweet. too? It's in the trailer. I don't... It's I see, in the trailer.
0: I've seen the trailer so long ago that... Because as though, soon like,
1: as he starts running off the bridge, and he's like, no, 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 I know he's going to run through.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, right? And I was just like, ah, man, really? Like, because that would have been such a cool thing to keep quiet. True. You know what I mean? See, I hadn't seen the trailer since it first came out, and I didn't remember much about it, so that was still a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I saw the trailer maybe, like, three or four times, so I okay. remembered everything, like... Yeah. Because
1: then, plus, I had just watched it, like, I was showing somebody, so... Okay. But it was just really annoying Like everything was in there Pretty much
0: Now I do have to say And I have to give them credit For this That when you introduce You know So you have his uh, I guess his ex-wife Being on the ship Yeah she becomes the ex-o I, I kind of like Where they went with it By the end of the episode And I hope that they can Kind of continue that There is yeah. a genuine affection Between these two people yeah. uh, It's not just played For where you'd expect it to go
1: yeah, well, she was the. It turns out she's the one that got him his command, which is kind of shitty in one way, though, because he's going to probably be pissed if he finds out.
0: I uh, do you think they're going to bother him finding out. Well, it's kind of setting it up for like a little bit of drama later on, right? But uh, maybe, but maybe they'll, they'll go in unexpected directions. Like, who knows? We spent a lot of time with him and his ex-wife, but I really want to get to know the rest of the cast because that's the, true. We didn't get a lot of time to focus on anybody because the crew is pretty interesting. I mean, because unlike where you usually, at least back in the old days of Trek, where you didn't really necessarily delve a lot into how dysfunctional the characters were because Roddenberry's idea was everyone was kind of, you know, not perfect, but, like... Well, yeah, yeah. The conflict end. between humans is pretty much gone, yeah, in Roddenberry's. Whereas here, you have, like, a lot of interesting stuff. Like, you have, uh... Yeah,
1: well, I mean, his his, um, his pilot best. is, like, a drunk buddy of his, right? Which is pretty funny. Which is kind of funny, yeah.
0: Like, when when, he, when he's doing all the, the, the crazy shit, when he's, like, pretending he's... Yeah, like, oh, no, I'm too drunk. And then he almost said something, he's like, oh, sorry.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: But that was actually funny. What do you think of the design of the ships?
1: Uh, I, I like the design of the Orville itself. I think it's pretty cool. Actually, like it, it looks kind of neat. It's it definitely de- uh, reminds. It departs from like TN, like Star Trek, a which I had bit. to, right? Well, obviously, yeah, but it, I, I still feel like it could fit into the Star Trek universe mm-hmm. in a way. Like I like sort of the, the engine style. Like it's kind of neat with the yeah. three like bars, kind of like
0: yeah,
1: yeah. It's kind of um, kind of reminds me of like a Dyson fan.
0: Yeah, I can like see with
1: that. The, with the, you know, like the the yeah. back end of it, but yeah, it's it's kind of cool looking. I don't mind it. It's a, the bridge is kind of neat too. Like it's, you know, kind of Star Trek esque. Very Star Trek esque. So, they, and it looks really cool. Like they did a double level, level de- uh, mm-hmm. set as well, which is pretty cool. Like they didn't cheap out, obviously, on any of the stuff. No, I heard right. it was a model. Actually, I believe it's a really? like, actual shooting model, which is pretty cool.
0: That is pretty cool. If that's why yeah. they did.
1: That's yeah, because it looks really good. Like it, yeah, it, everything holds up. Like that's the one thing that's kind of neat. Is it like they definitely didn't cheap out on the sets and the, and the stuff. So it looks like it could be a legit
0: series. Just they decided to make it a comedy as well. which yeah. is really cool. Which is interesting. Um, who besides I guess kind of the main two characters. What did you think of like the rest of the bridge crew? Who did you like? Who did you? Well, we have like the wharf like character, and uh, I can't remember
1: his name now, but he's like. Uh,
0: but mean, is he really? I guess I guess he is. He's but, kind of wharf like. a? Except his species is all male, right? What's yeah, like, he's the lieutenant commander. He's the second force, officer, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a. They he, played him nicely. Yeah, no, he plays it off kind of
0: wharf yeah. like, and like he, he doesn't quite have a sense of humor. Like when he's looking up the strip clubs and the. the yeah, parties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. It a, um, I like his delivery. Like, it's very kind of... Yeah, it's deadpan. It's, a, it's meant to, you know, yeah. have that kind of humor. And then you have, uh, what's her name? Alara, the security officer with super strength. Yeah, was a,
1: that was kind of cool. Which was pretty... Yeah, she was interesting to see,
0: too. Yeah, oh, and then
1: there's the other guy. Is um, she Tashiyar? Well, I guess. Was she of. subjected to rape gangs as well?
0: <laughs> well, I hope not. It was a... Isn't that, like, when you rewatch that stuff, isn't it like, what, is this Star Trek? Like, how is this an origin story for this character from 1987? From 87, you mean, right? Sorry, I meant to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know, it's been a while.
1: 30 yeah. years, it's thir- soon.
0: I know, but like, it's 30 years since that episode came, since that, you know, first season of Star Trek. And Tasha Yar's backstory is so fucked up.
1: Yeah, I don't but know, even yeah. Even today, you'd be like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's kind of a messed up, uh, messed up thing. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we didn't get into too much of her, uh, her background, but yeah, no, kind of interesting. And then we had the doctor,
0: who's yeah. actually
1: a former Star Trek, uh, you actress. Sure? Where's yeah, she from? She
0: played Cisco's uh, wife. Okay. Or, Thank you. Yeah. I, I knew I recognized her from somewhere, yeah. and the life of me couldn't So that was kind of cool. Now she's the doctor on this. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that, how they kind of introduce her and how she's like kind of there by choice because she wants to kind of keep an eye on him. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of weird. Was, she, and I like the idea that, you know, not, she's like, you know, the best doctor, but also, you know, a psychologist, basically. Like, she's there for everything. Which yeah. is like a nice kind of catch-all. She's basically Crusher reach Troy all in one. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Then, like, Julian
1: and... She's basically a holographic doctor, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. She yeah. kind of,
1: you know, has all those just different things But yeah, and then what? Else, who else do we have? The that not? I don't think he's an android. The
0: artificial life form from Kalon. That is races. he
1: artificial? That's what it says on Wikipedia, which is not perfect, but... Okay, but see, like, my understanding, like, from the episode was maybe he isn't artificial. Maybe that's just,
0: like, some sort of environmental... Well, he's something. from a machine society, so... Oh, is he okay? I get, again, well, they, they, they didn't really s- explain that in the episode. No, I, I, in the
1: episode, they just said like your species is really
0: racist. Yeah, I'm I'm going off Wikipedia, which could be completely wrong, yeah. but it does say it's uh, Isaac an internet an artificial life form from Kalom a machine society that thinks biological life forms are inferior. Yeah, okay, and so, I like the idea that it's racist against you know. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: a like <laughs> he was he's a part of an exchange program, basically, right? Mm-hmm. A, so they offered him a position.
0: Yeah. Um I do really like the uh the navigator who works with uh, the yeah. pilot. Yeah, it's it, that he likes to make sure he's got
1: to can have soda on the bridge. That was funny. Like, yeah that was kind of Like
0: funny. everyone it's a very Star Trek moment and then you just have him like and I'm like okay, well that that's actually funny. They actually paid off that come yeah. before. It's interesting too We did have a bunch Of glamour shots Of the sh- of the, the ship Kind of Leaving the dock Oh yeah Well it
1: was, it was pure Like throwouts well, To Star Trek right? Yeah like Well TNG Even the music Had cues that were Really oh, similar for sure. Like fact, just uh, Totally on purpose I'm sure
0: Oh for sure Now apparently Like when I Look when I I'm on Wikipedia Yeah yeah These are potential spoilers Okay in terms of cast members Okay cool That's cool It says guest starring And it has Shirley's Theron. I think I heard that Actually somewhere uh, and Jeffrey Tambor is the one, of uh, the ones that are kind of recognizable. Who's Jeffrey Tambor? He played, uh, the dad on the Arrested Development. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Jason Bateman's side; He's the star of Transparent right now. Um, and then I guess Rachel McFarlane is the voice of the computer. That his wife? I don't know. No, younger sister. Oh. She's also the voice of Haley Smith on American Dad, which was created by her older brother. No, well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because uh, I, I wonder what that voice was because it sounded familiar. Yeah, no, that's cool because I, I was really curious. Obviously, they're not going to use Roddenberry. But. No, no. Um, and we had to, I liked Victor Garber as Admiral as the Admiral. Yeah, he was all right. He's a uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff too. That guy. Oh, he's been in everything. He was in Alias. He was in yeah. Titanic. Yeah, he went down with the ship. Um, he was in, What else was he in? Well, he's in Legends of Tomorrow right now uh, on the CW. Oh, that's so,
1: right, yeah. So he's
0: actually on a lot of stuff, but uh, he had, he had a certain degree of class. Yeah, you know? no, he played it off well. It was, he did. It was good. Um, what do you think about the core relationship between the two characters? I mean, the two main between characters. Between the captain and the. The first officer. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, they played it up pretty well. It was kind of interesting.
0: Like, I, I almost feel like it's an interesting dynamic to bring in. Yeah, it's. To make it so soft by the end I almost As much as I liked it Yeah it moved kind of quickly Right Well quickly And a little Like I found it surprising In a good way But at the same time I feel like What's the point of having These two characters Kind of have that relationship If you're not going to Ratchet up the drama you know, like I, like well, I have a feeling maybe later on we'll get a little bit we'll more, more to it. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll. it just feels like I, I'm, I'm so on two different sides here. Because on the one hand, I think it's awesome that they didn't just go for the cheap stuff, and yeah. instead they kind of led us to a resolution where maybe we can see the characters actually working together and we get beyond that. But at the same time, then why even bother with the relationship if you're not really going to stick into the characters?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they played it for laughs a couple times, I guess, with when he was like talking about, like, you know. With the krill on them that mm-hmm. a, he starts like going off about you know, yeah. his relationship, like oh, if someone cheated you wouldn't that you that like, was funny, so that was kind of... the krill are pretty cool, by the way, we didn't really talk about yeah, them. we
0: haven't talked about the krill, they
1: look pretty pretty awesome for villains, like yeah, again you could totally take them seriously, and the ships again
0: kind of had a feeling of
1: you yeah know, you know they were pretty, uh, it, pretty is, interesting. It, is it
0: them. just impossible to not make comparisons to to star Trek like well, no. I mean, you're going to have to, right?
1: They obviously did it on purpose, right? No,
0: they did. So, and it's interesting too that they that you create a, a Star Trek like show in a year where Star Trek is actually coming back.
1: Yeah, it is really weird that this is airing like you know what is it two three weeks before Star Trek. Yeah, it's twenty four. I think like yeah. it's it Discovery, Discovery, right? So it's like two weeks away. But um, but yeah, it is kind of funny that they're doing it now. But I, there was talk about a Galaxy Quest show for a while, mm-hmm. and then I don't know what happened to that. If this is what. It yeah. was, or this is what it became, or... I feel like this is unrelated, unrelated altogether. Un-
0: unrelated, but, like, once Galaxy Quest existed, you, like, it was always going to be a type of thing, like... Yeah, because this is a bit Galaxy Quest-esque, but it's a, not yeah, totally either, right? It, again, I think it takes itself both more and less seriously at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It is a weird mixture of... Because Galaxy Quest, by its nature, took itself so seriously. Like, well, the actual characters that they played, not right, the actors the- themselves. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea was it was played up so, like, to the nth degree. And here you don't play that, but you play up the actual laughs. Yeah. Like, they're not. we're not... The comedy isn't making fun of... The situations; it's the characters actually being funny while being in the situation. Yeah, does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which is an interesting distinction to make. And what do you think this would have looked like if instead it had been poking fun at the conventions of sci-fi without the characters actually realizing? Yeah, that but being I don't funny. think you
1: could have done it in the same way. Like because Galaxy Quest, like a lot, most Star Trek fans like Galaxy Quest, right? Yeah. Because it is a homage to Star Trek too, right? Pretty loving. Like, it, yeah, it's it's definitely like you know you could tell they took some care with it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know, and then it would just be like Galaxy Quest, right? So it's kind of good that it's different, but I am curious to see where it's going, and I'm just remembering now there's one scene in the trailer that I don't remember from from the episode, so I'm assuming that maybe from the second episode. Okay. So that was the one with the, uh, they shoot the guy's dad. Let's meet the locals.
0: Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that right? sounds
1: familiar, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, we come in peace. It's a, he's like, and the doctor's like, well, we did shoot his dad. <laughs> like, we come in peace, you know, outside of shooting your dad. <laughs> so that I guess might be in the second one. Interesting. But I just realized that. There, I mean, obviously, there could be a ton of there is tons of potential here. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, it can go. It could go. It could get really good. It could. You know, it might just flop. Who knows? Right? Like, yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they take it. Like I say, the first one, I think, if I didn't going into it without knowing all the gags, would have been more interesting. Mm-hmm. So that like I felt like it was kind of ruined for me. Yeah, um, it definitely feels like it's very. The plot itself was pretty sci-fi. Like, yeah, oh, well, absolutely. The, classic, classic kind of miscommunication, and yeah, like, and then you have the weapon, uh, well, or the scientific
0: experiment that could end up being a weapon. Yeah, which is kind of interesting too. Yeah, which felt again very Star Trekky, like. No. You know, we we they they were always just going somewhere and then something weird happened, right? Yeah, so. well it was just
1: funny too like the resolution was to like put the like seed of the tree on the You've got wood. Device. Yeah, you got wood, Yeah. What was the other one? It's Arbor Day or Yeah, it's Arbor Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I like that kind of that so that, that yeah, was that It's just really funny seeing a starship get destroyed by a giant tree. Yeah. Like it was... It was How powerful It was, was that definitely tree? different.
0: Like it was a, not yeah? just getting a no, no, it's very different Yeah, we should to see what kind of world building they do It's it's just interesting, too, that, like, this is, you know, on on Fox And, like, this is so different from their programming That's true, like, yeah Like, do they have anything like this? Like, no, this but a, I mean, kind at of the big same time, when sci-fi. the X-Files came out, did they have anything like that? No, but, so. like, that's not as genre-y as this is Yeah, I don't know, man It was pretty pretty good uh, thing for the time uh, for the time, yeah, but I mean, in its roots, it's a investigation show, which then goes a little bit crazier, especially as it as it went on, right? But like, yeah. it, it's not, you know, like there's shows similar to it, but then it went in, you know, different directions. whereas this is clearly space. This is not like, yeah. you know, it's it's different, and uh, it's know, kind it's of a bold be interesting move. to See if it g- keeps an audience. Like, you know, I hope it does. Have, you know, I hope it does well. It's, it seems like it has potential. At the very least, at least for one episode. Seth MacFarlane finally got to be a captain.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. You know, like, he must be living out his geek dream. It's kind of funny, though. Like, I guess he... Like, would he have known that Discovery was going... Like, how long has this thing been in production? In production? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. So...
0: What do you think of the actress uh, who plays his ex-wife? Uh, she was in uh, Marvel, right? Like, in the... Um, she was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, yeah. She was on Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, she was... On small, she was supposed to be Wonder Woman, the day. Right? She was Wonder Woman in a pilot by David. That e. never Keller. got seen. Yeah, <laughs> she was in. Um, uh, was it the second GI Joe Retaliation? Oh yeah, yeah which yeah. I don't think I ever actually saw, but she was in that as like, I think Lady J. So she's been in a lot of kind of like geek, kind of adjacent stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah, she was all right.
1: So like the whole cast is seems pretty good. Like it
0: seems like yeah. a decent cast. Like the, for the most part, I'd agree. I agree. I'm I'm not totally sold on her yet, but I'm willing to be. Yeah. One over, like she, she wasn't bad, but I just felt like like the
1: conversation know. with her and his buddy were kind of funny. It was yes. the Houndsman, oh, like, for sure, where he was like, ah, I just gotta go pee. Was the like, that was, was funny, <laughs> to pee? Like, yeah, yeah.
0: That. That, see, that was funny, and it's interesting. They seemed to, they had more chemistry than I thought her and Seth MacFarlane did. And I guess that was my issue there is that I don't know if I really bought them together. Like, their scenes, I don't know, I, I wanted to feel something more from them, and I just yeah. felt like their chemistry wasn't the same. Oh, we'll see. We'll see how it and, goes. And maybe that's not on her. Maybe that's on him. Like, I don't know. Like, I just didn't quite buy them having having history. Like, it didn't even... Like, well, I, I mean, we didn't really get much of it. But right. we know that there was something and enough that... It, and we, well, they were married, and she cheated on him. She They were married, she cheated on him, and we also got, like, through, you know, explanations that, you know, obviously waylaid his career. The last years, he's been kind of adrift, and he, yeah. he isn't who he used to be. So, like, we get enough understanding of... That fact that it did affect him, it just when they actually share screen time together, I just don't, I didn't quite buy it. Whereas him, him and um, the helmsman, you bought that these were friends, like long term friends. Like yeah, know yeah, that's true. Their chemistry really resonated. Like you got that holodeck scene. That was awesome. That was kind of funny. It's a, Again, I like that they threw in a holodeck scene that for no reason, like it didn't need to be there at all. No, yeah, yeah. They just had to show that it exists. And I like the idea that the helmsman, outside of being an amazing helmsman, is also a programmer. And like, he, yeah, that was kind of funny. He yeah. created this thing, like, which is, I guess, actually a robot, like, isn't it? Or like, well, no, it, it was a holographic program. Was it? Because did it disappear when the rest? Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. He didn't? cut his head okay. off at the end. Right?
1: Okay, because he was like, yeah, what was it like a goblin or whatever, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I gave him a really cool personality, though. I love the voice on it. I don't know who it was. Yeah, no, it was pretty funny. And then he's like, yeah, and then he cuts off his head at the end. Yeah, out of nowhere. Like, he yeah. just like distraction in the, him end and the program. Him. Yeah, that was And cool. it had the big you win. That's right. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Which was kind of funny, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, well, like, I I appreciate the send-ups. It wasn't... Uh, I like that it, like, wasn't just making fun of what Star Trek is. No, I, I think, like, Farland...
1: It, he loves it too much. It's kind of... Like I said, it kind of has that Galaxy Quest feel a little bit, yeah. like... It
0: does feel like a passion project. Yeah, for, of oh, for sure. Like,
1: you know, you can definitely tell that he wanted to do this, like... Yeah. So... And he, he said, too, in, in an interview I saw, I think, that, like... You know, we don't have that positive Star Trek anymore. Like, we, it's not on TV. Like, we haven't had
0: anything like that for a long time. I don't know if we're going to get that from Discovery. Well, yeah, that's
1: the other thing. Is Discovery looks pretty dark, right? It does. So, anyway, we'll he see. He started a war. Won't help me end it?
0: Yeah, and again,
1: like, I don't mind having a war. Like, that was one of the most interesting things about D Space Nine. But at the same time, I don't know. It's hard to, like... It's hard to explain, but like Deep Space Nine to me was still Star Trek because it still took a positive angle on most mm-hmm. of the stuff, right? They and still even tried.
0: When it, even when it focused on war, it was never glorifying war. No, no,
1: it, like it was a bad situation. Like like Cisco, there was that one episode where he keeps putting up the, I guess it was Pale Moonlight, right? Where he keeps putting up the casualty reports. Yeah, and you can just see it wearing on him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it keep, you know, that is it, my favorite episode. It is a great episode, and it's like it is one of the darker episodes. But it's still like, you know, like it's, it's. I don't know what it is. Star Trek just always has some sort of positivity in it, even if it is dark. Like, it still manages to try to, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, look it, to a better tomorrow. It's you know? an optimism. I mean, it's not, right? Yeah, like, it's the optimism that's that, always there That's or why the embedded. humans
0: never fought, or the, the crew never really fought, or you never really showed a lot of friction. Yeah, they tried not to have as much conflict, which is, I mean, again.
1: It's idealized. It's idealized, but at the same time, that's why in Voyager they created the Maquis so that they could have yeah. conflict among the crew because sure. they were Maquis crew members versus Starfleet members. Yeah.
0: Which, to be honest, is not a bad way to do it. If no, were, it's not necessarily a bad way to do it. But it never paid off on it.
1: Well, like I mean, the Maquis just assimilated very quickly, right? Like it,
0: There was and, that one cool And episode. you're a commander, and you're a
1: commander. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just every, okay, you go to work, you go to work, everybody go to work. I mean, they did play with it a little bit from time to time. They had that one episode where Tuvok had the program... Mm. That everybody was like, "What? What's going on? This program's so cool. Who created it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though that also bugs me that like Voyager just constantly use the holodeck, yeah. Even though it was like draining power, like again, you set up all these limits, but then you never pay off. But no. that's Voyager. If
0: that show was made today, it'd be very different.
1: Uh, yeah. It's tough to. See. I mean, any show is going to be very different. I mean, look for, look at Discovery, right? Like it's.
0: Obviously- yeah, but I feel like I again I could be wrong, but I do feel like. Um, some of the reactions had to DS9 at the time probably formulated the idea that it went back to more of the standalone episode format. like Maybe not near the later end of the run, but like Voyager... We're talking about DS9, you mean? Like, Voyager became much more standalone episodes. Oh, yeah. Whereas DS9 became much more... Like yeah, it was serialized by the serial. end, yeah. So I think maybe they were really sticking to that format because DS9 had broken from it, and... You know, yeah
1: it's tough to say I mean I don't know it's, hard it's just like ratings wise I don't think Deep Nine Nine was always the underdog
0: right like for which if we look at its ratings now probably would destroy most like stuff on probably TV. yeah that's true but, um, but it was weird.
1: always an underdog
0: compared to TNG like mm-hmm. that's the
1: other thing DS9 only had one year on its own oh, yeah it never got a like chance to just be on its own yeah. Right? Like it was started with the first or last two years of DNG. Yeah. Then uh, had it one that's year on its own and then Voyager started. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so it never
0: really got to be a, the only Trek show. It was only on for one year on its own. That's crazy. Yeah. So even Enterprise got 4 years. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Enterprise too
1: like again was a departure. So that's the thing too. It was interesting like, you know, you get you get Enterprise which a lot of people hated. A lot of people hated right off the bat. Mm. Um I rather enjoyed Enterprise. I thought it was better than Voyager, to be honest. Mm. Like in its overall sort of premise, if it, it you know yeah. it pulled through. What's it? Um, I mean, I remember when I first saw the theme song, I was really annoyed. Yeah, but it grew on me. Like it worked for the show. Like the lyrics made sense. It did. Would I do that again? Like as a Star Trek creator? No. I hope that the Discovery has a nice classical theme to it. Mm. We'll see. Orville didn't have any theme. I noticed. What's it? Not so far. At least, yeah, maybe just the first episode they're not going to do it, or
0: yeah.
1: it just kind of had the screen title, right? And I it. hope
0: I hope they, I, I can't imagine with, with with the love of Trek and also his kind of musical background and even, like, Family Guy having a lot of musical influences. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be they, surprised if they didn't have an opening sequence. Yeah, well, kind. we'll see. It's going to be interesting. There wasn't one in the opening episode. like I, And maybe, like, they don't want to spoil things because we haven't met the cast yet, like... Now we've met everyone, we, met, we know the team, we know everyone, like, let's see what we get.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. But yeah.
0: So you will you tune in for episode two? Yeah, no, I definitely want
1: to see the second episode, especially knowing that Robert Dunderman and is also directed it, it's kind of yeah, cool. that's cool. So that's, uh... It's got some
0: Trek bona fides. Yeah, uh, I mean, I probably, wonder what that was like. Did he kind of seek out, seek out these people? I mean, they have they Oh, I'm sure. They're are, they're accomplished directors and of TV, but like, no. But I'm sure he's also it's on
1: purpose, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure he like like you say this is a passion project for him. So this is like an excuse for him to get like the Star Trek buddies back together. And yeah. You know, it's a, and plus he did do some of the bonus features for TNG and stuff. So it's so.
0: not totally. He probably of.
1: has met some of these guys over the years, right?
0: I would so. imagine. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, obviously he's met like Frakes because Frakes has been on his show.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, he's met the whole cast of TNG. Yeah, right? so they're yeah. all
0: there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't know if he would have
1: met Robert Duncan McNeil. Like, yeah, probably, Probably would have, like, somewhere. You know, yeah, in, at some point. So. And all Braga, right. I know, I think they're he's he's pretty close with Braga, yeah. right? So.
0: so what would you give it out of five? Just the the pilot, anyway? The pilot out of five? I'll give it a
1: 3.5. Okay. Because uh, I just feel like it was, it was ruined. The trailer kind of ruined it yeah. for me, right? Like, Hmm interesting
0: I will give it about the same it wasn't ruined for me because I don't remember the trailer at all yeah. uh, I remember pieces of it but not like no segments and yeah, so it didn't hey, actually spoil anything for away. me uh, I, I knew the central premise of him being on a ship with his ex-wife that was about it So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah no, I, I liked it I think there was a lot of room a lot of potential and I'm interested to see how it figures out what it wants to be um, yeah that's. yeah I guess that's the big question: is to see how it develops and what it, where on. it goes. Like, yeah. is it going to be more serious? Is it going to be more comedy? And also, how they open up the world. You know, mm-hmm. we, we know one other race so far, and well, well not just one. Sorry, one antagonistic race. Yeah, sorry, one one and, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting too. Like, is there like kind of a star fleet, or how does that work? Either like,
1: well, he said there's three. That's why he's getting the job because there's three thousand, so yeah. yeah,
0: in the fleet. But like, what is that fleet? Well, it's it like it's basically Starfleet. Yeah, basically, and they're yeah. and and they're supposed to be an exploratory ship, so hopefully we'll get to see that. Yeah, well, yeah, because the, well, here they're just doing a supply run, basically. Yeah, it was a quick, uh,
1: but it ended up being more of an adventure, right? Because yeah, in the, the classic, the guy lied by. on the premise, which actually the what's it? That's the soup Nazi, right? The the scientist. Oh yeah, and he actually again Star, I Trek, Star Trek connection, not Subnazi. Nazi Abu. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, right. Um, the guy, the Pakistani restaurant. Yes, in yeah. It's a, also um, Julian's dad from Dusit. That's right. right? He's, so been, he's, a, he's a
0: famous character actor. Yeah, he's, he's done a ton of
1: stuff. But uh, isn't
0: he Raj's dad on the Big Bang Theory? That's right. He's also Raj's. Yeah. dad. yeah. So yeah. he's, he's he, if you've been watching TV in the last twenty years, you're probably. But anyway, kind I'm of, sure he's been on a Star Trek, actually. Well, he was. He's du- Julian's dad.
1: Oh, besides Dusit. Was he on
0: another one, too? Oh, he might have been, yeah, because a lot of guys got recycled, so... They really did. If you were a character actor in the late 80s, you were everywhere. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, they were. Thank you for joining. Cool. Um, You can email Comic Shenanigans at ComicShenigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also listen to us on Stitcher. We've got uh, some uh, fun new episodes coming up in the next month or so. We've got uh, conversations, hopefully, with uh, Richard Eisenhove, Howard Mackey, uh, Al Ewing, Tom Bieland uh, We're working on Art Thibert, So a lot of uh, great ex- great uh, Conversations coming up We're also hopefully going to have a conversation About uh, Star Trek Discovery when it launches As well as uh, the new Kingsman movie So uh, a lot of uh, exciting stuff Coming out in the next couple of months Hopefully you'll join us for all of that Tibor again, thanks for joining us And I'm sure we'll have you back for Star Trek Because how could we talk about Star Trek without you? Yeah, no, it'll be fun, I mean, hopefully We'll see <laughs> Excellent. We'll catch you next time, guys. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.